Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and angel medium, Julie Jancis. As this episode airs, we are in the midst of COVID-19. Friends, this is tough stuff. There is discomfort and frustration for some, loss and grief for others. And while we're not here to minimize anyone's pain, in the midst of all of it, there is also beauty, love, grace, and compassion in the coming together, kind actions, and rebuilding. We can all see so clearly now that what impacts just one person on one side of the world can impact everyone everywhere. We feel oneness and empathy for one another like never before. This is a massive shift, a global awakening. Allow it to shift and awaken you. Know that as you do, we're here for you, to pray with you, to share your stories, to shine some light, and to help in any way we can as you heal. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me, book a distance session, or take the Angel Reiki School online to develop your own unique spiritual gifts. If you want to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly, take my online Angel Communication e-course. Your angels want me to tell you that you're going to be okay. They want you to put together your own spirit team here on earth, a team of people and resources who can help you in every area where you need support. And we hope that you'll make us a part of your earthbound spirit team. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting us be part of your healing journey. Now let's dive into the show. Hello, beautiful souls. We are back with Philip Goldberg, author of the new book, Spiritual Practice for Crazy Times, Powerful Tools to Cultivate Clarity, Calm, and Courage. Philip, welcome back to the show. Great to be back. Yay. So today we're talking about intuition. And you know what we normally do on the show on Thursdays is we talk about angel stories, connecting with the other side, Sometimes it's stories of angels coming through. Sometimes it's stories of signs that loved ones send us. I really truly believe from doing this work and and all that I have learned is that when we grow our intuition, we are growing that connection with the other side. So you've also written the book, Understanding Intuition and Applying It in Everyday Life. I will will correct you. That's the subtitle. The The title is The Intuitive Edge. Oh, the intuitive and, edge. And I don't want to date myself, but that came out in the mid 80s. I love it's, it. It's still around. I love it. You were ahead of your time with everything. Yeah. So, when it comes to intuition, what have you seen? Because you've been researching for 50 years uh, or over 50 years, what have you seen as the best practices to help people open their intuition? Yeah, that's why I wrote the book back in the day. It came around because I was already on my spiritual path. I was meditating all the time and all that. And I started to realize I'm I'm knowing things in a different way. And then I looked into what we call intuition, the yogic teachings on it and all that. And I realized they always taught that quiet mind is more receptive to intuitive knowing and that it doesn't conflict with then gathering evidence and 
you know, using your reason and your discernment and all that. But an open mind opens us up to different levels of knowing and different ways of knowing. And so to me, a deep meditation practice on a regular basis would cultivate the inner conditions so that intuition comes through more clearly and more reliably. That's, to me, an, a central thing. And then there's the psychological elements of being open to it and being careful not, not to believe everything that you think is intuition because it could be wishful thinking, it could be imagination, it could be misleading. To the extent that what we've intuitive stuff comes to us from what you call the other side, from entities, from angels, from deities, from departed souls communicating with us. As one person once said to me, just because they're dead doesn't mean they're smart So we, or, or good. So we could be having input that's misleading us, misguiding us, as we shouldn't think everything that comes in from, you know, a, 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 what we think of as higher realms is necessarily higher, necessarily wiser, necessarily, you know, beneficial. So we need to be discerning. And, and over time, I think we're, we're able to separate out of our own intuition, you know, the, the wheat from the chaff and, and have these experiences. And I learned that from my own experiences and from then I, you know, did a lot of research and, and it holds up I, in spiritual practice for crazy times. My new book, I mentioned this, you know, having an internal spiritual guiding uh, guidance system, like, you know, a spiritual GPS. And I also have, it's interesting, now you mentioned this, <laughs> I have a chapter on the importance of relationships in keeping as a spiritual, cultivating good relationships as part of, you know, finding a, a spiritual depth and stability in crazy times. And then I found myself saying, well, you know, we could have we have relationships not just with other human beings and teachers and institutions, which I, I write about, but for many of us, communicating with the departed is a form of relationship. So I have a guided meditation in the book to help cultivate that. And I'm very aware that some people think that's crazy. Yeah. Well, some people would be very open to it and want, you know, to 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 have that kind of thing on a systematic basis. I put that in there, but I also said, look, you, even if you don't believe there are disembodied entities, think of this as a way to put you in touch with your own wisdom. So, depending on your point of view, this means this connectedness to higher knowledge. It is is a certainly you know a, a valid and a, you know a integral component perhaps of of one's spiritual life. I love that, and I want to go back to something that you said because I know my audience and they're going to be emailing me in. Julie, what do you mean it can be bad to talk to the other side um, and they don't know possibly or have the best advice? What I do when I connect with the other side is every day when I wake up in the morning, I just connect to God, universe, source, I am energy and say, you know, anything like I am an open portal to anything that connects to 
all that is, I am. And, you know, any beings that walk in God's energy so that I know that only what is coming in is connected to God and God is allowing that message to filter in. Very good. And so if that's that's way of tuning your receiving mechanism uh, as a way of self-protection and a way of sort of uh, inviting only the benign and beneficial entities, then that's certainly, you know, a valid thing to do and a useful thing to do. And and, And the other piece of that is there's no reason you know, after you have such an experience to say, you know, how do I feel about that? Does that really hold up? Is that really useful? Let me test it out. There's no, there's no contradiction in doing that if you have any doubt whatsoever. And to be very mindful of your own stuff. Like, am I believing that because I really want to? Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, or is that what I really need to know right now? Or, or am I not accepting that message because it's, you know, it's a little disturbing, but it may be what I need to know right now. So we have to be careful about that kind of, you know, the, the air pollution, totally. <laughs> the, stat- the static. But I will say one other thing, and that is, you know, uh, Father Thomas Keating and Rumi both have said this, and I don't know who said it, you know whether Keating was borrowing the phrase, but they said the language of God is silence. Everything else is a bad translation. And so if you establish that perfect, that inner silence that that is accompanied by just oneness and unity with the divine, with God, if you use that term, then Whatever else comes is more likely to be true and more likely to be benign and beneficial. Explain that. The silence is the foundation. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, the more that inner silence is cultivated, then the impulses that arise or that come in are on a clearer palette. So if you have a a blank sheet of white paper and you put one dot on it, that dot is clear Mm -hmm. and can be discerned. If it's, you know, scribbled all over and then you add the dot, you might not even notice the dot or you might misinterpret the dot, think it's part of something else. It's that kind of thing. If 100%. Oh, I totally get what you're saying. So this is actually why I created the high vibration e-course is because when you know how to get into high vibration, silent the slow mind, right? Get into that quiet stillness within. Then it's, I say it's like turning the radio station or the radio dial and you're hearing, you know, the very clear channel and the radio station instead of like the the static. That's right. 
Yeah. And, and you know what? It's interesting what you talked about. And I like how you phrased it as air pollution too from the other side. What I have found in working with them for the last five years is that there's two things that they won't bypass. One is our free will. So they will say, you know, we can do as much as we can up until a point, but we do have free will here and they cannot bypass that. So they're not going to make a decision for you. They're going to encourage you to see and to go deeper deeper within yourself to understand your own energy. So that's what we work on a lot in one-on-one sessions. And then I don't believe in bringing through negative messages. I know that some people do, and I'm not saying that it's not real because there is one woman who worked with Princess Diana uh, way back in the day who actually told her not to go on her final trip, told her it was bad news. I'm not saying that it's not real. I just believe that it places the vibration, the negative vibration within the person's energy. Mm -hmm. And I think that there can be an element of reactivity with free will where then you have just placed something negative and does it cause that negative thing to occur because the person can't stop thinking about it. Right. I've... You may be perfectly right. You're more of an expert than I am on on these nuances. But I have talked to a lot of, uh, over the years, psychics, reliable psychics and mediums and astrologers. And I've I've asked them, what do you do when you see something bad coming? You know, uh, is it appropriate to say? And they have different points of view on it. And the ones who seem to be most skilled are will tell me, they don't tell people this bad thing is going to happen. They try to steer them with positive messages so that maybe the bad thing will be averted or experienced in a, in a safer and you know, easier way. Yeah. And I, I totally get you on that because that happens sometimes. It doesn't happen all the time, but I this one memory is coming into mind of a young woman that I was talking to. I think she was about 18 or 19 years old and her brother had been 18 or 19 when he was killed and he was on the other side. And now there's some people who say that spirit doesn't come through with emotion, but I've never experienced that because when I tap into spirit on the other side, Oftentimes, they have a lot of emotion to them. And he was coming through telling her, please don't move forward with this marriage. This is not a good thing for you. And so I I had to ask him uh, several times to bring this back into a positive message. But we ended up kind of bringing through something in a couple of different ways to her. Um, not to bypass her will and tell her flat out not to do it, but just to say, you know, he's kind of holding his hand up and just asking you to think more deeply about this. I can relate to that. My my mother died when I was 21. A few years later, she appeared to me in a dream and told me, not, you know, please don't marry this I was, I was contemplating. And, you know, it was a dream. So I don't know if she was really a presence or if it was uh, my, you know, some part of myself arising in my mother's voice and image. But I took it seriously and I was spared. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, and I never know why spirit has me bring things up, but that, that one was uh, relatable to your journey. Yeah. I love it. 
Friends, just a little side note here. I am so excited to announce that we are launching three free live events coming up October 15th, October 22nd, and November 3rd. Now, friends, this is not about politics whatsoever, but those first two dates are on the nights of presidential debates, and that third event is the night of the election. Why are we having these live free events? Just to lift you up in prayer, to come together as a community, because remember, when we come together, and direct our intent to raise the vibe within humanity, ourselves, our communities, our families, my goodness, the other side takes that energy and you can feel it so much more profoundly. So again, not about politics whatsoever, just about helping you keep your energy clear, help you lift your vibration, not just for yourself, but for everyone around you within our communities and the world. So I really hope that you will take part in these live events with me. If you want to be a part of this, please hop on over to my website and make sure we have your email address. Go to theangelmedium.com. That's theangelmedium.com. And where it says want weekly angel messages for free, put in your name and email address. That way we can send you a free link to the event with a passcode you can use to get in. Friends, thank you for being Earth Angels here, for joining us at these events and really helping us raise, shift, and lift the vibration here on Earth. Now let's get back to the show. You know, I had the weirdest dream last night. I I kept dreaming like that I was watching this TV show and they were telling me this narration. It was like a science show and they were saying the universe creates this hair uh, or hair-like matter and they showed me this hair inside a black hole. And I woke up and I don't always remember my dreams, but I remembered this one. And I got up and I Googled black hole hair and huh. it's real. Oh, um, yes. How does intuition, you know, and huh. how does, how do we connect with the other side in our dreams where they're bringing through information while we're sleeping? This is uh, not in my pay grade. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, it to me in my life, it, it either happens or it doesn't. I don't do anything to cultivate it. I don't seek it out. I've never uh, been prone to anything dramatic, like seeing an angel in my room, or I have had, you know, what I consider psychic experiences, deep intuitive knowings. I have felt like I was being guided. Mm-hmm. But uh, some people, you know, are more open to or have more, uh, they're prone more to uh, more concrete forms of these experiences. I've never uh, been one of them, but I know many people who are, so I, I'm sure they're real. And in my case, you know, I'm just happy. It's like when I was writing the biography of Yogananda, people asked me afterward, did I feel guided by him? Was I getting messages from him while I was writing the book? And I say, no, I, I didn't feel that. But something was guiding me. 
there were moments of indecision and, and everything where just some sense of knowing came through and I said, okay, I'll go in that direction. And then things opened up and, and, you know, so there was some guidance, whether we call it intuition, whether we think uh, it was a specific entity guiding me, whether I was just in tune with uh, some divine energy. I don't know. Frankly, I don't care. Yeah. You know, if it has a good outcome, I'm unhappy. I see it as all part of intuition, right? So the first part, just like you said at the beginning, getting into that high vibration, quieting the mind, stilling within. And then, you know, when I teach in the Angel Reiki school, what we're teaching to is how things come through for you. So just like you said, you can't force those dreams to happen, but for some people, it's just automatically there. So when you start to work on developing your gifts and and figuring out what your gifts are, for some people, angels are right there in front of them, just like you have mom or dad or kids right in front of you. And you know, this is the energy of my mom. This is the energy of my child. You can feel the presence of angels or you can see them in a way where you know it's different. And same with loved ones or guides on the other side. And for those who can't put any distinguishable entity and tie it to any distinguishable entity, there is an intuition that some people have where they can be right on and they might be able to say exactly where it's coming from, but it's a a connectedness to the other side. Yeah. And however you understand it, if you understand it as coming from an entity or you understand it as just picking up on vibrations in the universe or just you you understand it as a brain mechanism that you know gives you rapid thinking or something but however you frame it being open to it you know is is a great advantage in our lives it's a form of knowing and you can then interpret it in your own way i know a lot of people when i was writing the intuitive edge you know it's uh Early in the in the game, there's now hundreds of books on intuition. But I would interview people like scientists and and business leaders, not just spiritual seekers, not just yogis and mystics. And many of them said, "Oh yeah, I rely on my intuition all the time. I don't believe in any of this nonsense. You know, I just you know know I have a capacity for tuning into some." inner knowledge. It's probably something in my brain. I don't care. I just know that it works. I make better decisions. I know certain things. And that that's their perspective, you know. Yeah. And, you know, Einstein talked about intuition. Did he? You know? What did he oh, say? Oh, yes. I think I quote him in The Intuitive Edge. He's, he, you know, he understood intuition as, you know, a form of knowledge, a form of insight. He might have said, it's just the brain functioning in an extremely rapid way, processing information subconsciously, and then giving you the answer. There's a lot of research on this. You know, It's why we take breaks. You let the subconscious work, and then you suddenly you're you know, driving home, and you say, ah, I got it. That's mm-hmm. the answer to this problem whatever, you know, so intuition is a known phenomenon in science and business and all that. They just don't attribute it to anything, you know, strange or esoteric. It's all just some brain mechanism or, you know, rapid fire reasoning or something. 
Yeah. And some of them will acknowledge that sometimes, you know, you can't account for how that information got into you because, you know, there's just no, it's, it's just out of, you know, there's just no evidence for it. Something like last night <laughs> when they were talking about black holes and hair, had yeah. no idea that that was a real thing. Was it like I was watching a movie before bed or reading an article? It's so weird. There um, are scientific discoveries, major scientific discoveries, major inventions like the sewing mm-hmm. machine that came to people in dreams mm-hmm. in symbolic form. Yeah. But and they were they didn't come out of the blue. They were like problems people were working on and they couldn't solve and they couldn't and then suddenly an insight would occur, you know, while they were showering or in a dream or something like that. This is well known. So Wow. I gotta look that up. I was watching a biography on Nikola Tesla and the entire time I was watching the biography, I was like, he's channeling. He was channeling the entire time. He had the concept, you know, a hundred plus years before the internet of the internet and was trying to build it, just didn't know how to do it. Yeah. 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 He was one of those visionaries and there are people like him in all walks of life. Some of them become, you know, world famous. Some of them die destitute because they were never able to, you know, realize their visions in their time. Some of them were called crazy in their time and were later proven, right? I know uh, some people have, it's it's an incredible gift. Einstein obviously was one of them who became celebrated in his time. You know, artists, you know, it's not very different. These intuitive uh, discoveries, these intuitive insights that lead to practical things like the light bulb or the sewing machine or, you know, alternating current also are uh, the same kind of thing happens in the arts. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk, you listen to writers and poets and musicians and they'll often tell you, oh, it just was coming through me. I just had to get out of the way. I had to watch the characters say things and do things. It was all arising. This is another form of intuition, you know, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fascinating. Oh, thank you so much for being on the show. Such a pleasure to have you. Your book, Spiritual Practice for Crazy Times, Powerful Tools to Cultivate Clarity, Calm, and Courage could get the print version or you can get the audible version but if they get the online readable version it's just a dollar 99 right now right uh, that's correct that's that's amazing and where can they visit you philip online philipgoldberg.com perfect and we'll put that in the show notes philip thank you so much for coming back on the show thank you julie it's been a pleasure Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing.
You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere. They're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them. Welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, 
God energy, of course, is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now, friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure, white, radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination, your DNA strand. Now, the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. 
With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God Please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security, Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, We ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. 
clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals. And it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.